So the first interview question is what kind of persons in America choose Ayurvedic treatment and why they do so. Though Ayurveda is an ancient medical as well as healing art which has its root in Vedas, Rugveda and Atharva Veda. They contain all the basic principles of Ayurveda. When Ayurveda came to America two decades ago and slowly the layman, the common people, they love the Ayurvedic principles because Ayurveda is not only medical science but it is, a, it is an art of living in harmony with the nature so that Jiveda Sharadaha Shatam Pashema Sharadaha Shatam means let us live long for hundreds of years and let us see each other, love each other for hundred years. That is the Vedic oath and that is there in Ayurveda. So Ayurveda is slowly becoming popular. Nama is working very hard to bring Ayurveda close to the mainstream. And with the effort of all various practitioners, professionals, they are learning Ayurveda and it is slowly taking its root in North and South America. Now the question is, what kind of persons in America choose Ayurvedic treatment? The modern medicine, which is indigenous to the Western world, is a complete system. They have modern technology, surgery, gynecology, obstetric, geriatric, pediatrics, all completely full-fledged medical system. And it is totally unique. It can deal with any problem. Acute emergency, heart attack, stroke paralysis, fracture, appendicitis. But still something is missing. That missing part is there is no remedy for chronic disease like rheumatoid arthritis, like MS, multiple sclerosis, or like Parkinsonism, Kampavat. Plus, there are people all over the world, they are seeking long life. They are seeking healthy life. Modern medicine is very good for treating the body and to some extent mind. Spirit is out of question. Ayurveda treats body, mind and the spirit, the consciousness. So this is the uniqueness of Ayurveda. That Ayurveda 
treats the whole person. Modern medicine does statistical observation that what is common in 100 people is the normality. And they judge every individual through their framework of statistics. And they realize that it doesn't work. They know that every individual is unique. And thousands and thousands of years, Ayurveda is saying that every person has a unique prakruti, the constitution, unique vikruti, the present altered status of the bodily dosha. If we see 10 patients of Parkinsonism, Ayurveda will tame people by 10 different ways. But modern medicine treats everyone same. Because of that, their drugs have hazardous side effect. So these people who suffer from iatrogenic disease, drug-induced disease, they come to Ayurveda. They come to Ayurveda, they said, they think that there is some answer in that system. Then chronic ailment, Parkinsonism, MS, rheumatoid arthritis, other than steroid and other than ibuprofen, there is no medicine. So these people are attracted to the Ayurveda. They think that they will get answer to their problem. That's why what kind of persons in America choose Ayurvedic treatment? These people. They choose Ayurvedic protocol. Plus, Ayurveda is the medicine and philosophy that brings internal communication between body, mind and consciousness. And Ayurveda teaches us how to, how to listen to the body, how to listen to the mind, how to listen to the consciousness. Through that, Ayurveda says that know yourself. Self-knowledge is the foundation of life. And if you do not know yourself, what you are, then your knowledge, your degree, your status has no value whatsoever. So self-knowledge is the foundation of life. And Ayurveda teaches self-knowledge. Knowledge means what is my body type? What is my psychological prakruti? How my consciousness is operating? And how doshas, vata, pitta, kapha, these three principles of life, they govern our unique psychophysiology, our unique body type, our unique psychological type, and our unique consciousness type. These people are attracted towards Ayurveda. So what kind of persons in America choose Ayurvedic treatment? And why they do so? Because they have a lot of side effect of the drug and they are tired of drug. There is no other alternative medicine. So they are attracted to the Ayurveda. What their expectations are? Of course, People come with a lot of expectation. And if their expectations are not fulfilled, they turn away. So first thing, it is the responsibility of Ayurvedic 
practitioner, Ayurvedic professional, Ayurvedic wellness care taker to understand what an individual expect from Ayurveda. Ayurveda is not a quick fix. Like fix my car. It's not like that. Ayurveda teaches the responsibility. I am responsible for my suffering. I am responsible for my <clears throat> depression, anxiety, insecurity, anger, frustration. So, there is no magic pill which can cure the depression. We have to learn our own responsibility to understand how I think, how I respond, how I react to the situation. This is the beauty that expectation should be understood. How they experience Ayurvedic treatment modalities and how they make sense of their own experience. Here in Ayurvedic Institute, <clears throat> it is an institute, non-profit corporation. We teach Ayurveda. We have Ayurvedic Panchakarma Center, Detox Center. And people from all over the world, they come to the Ayurvedic Institute to receive Panchakarma. We have licensed massage therapist, counselor, and we suggest them proper diet, proper lifestyle, proper yoga, proper meditation, and art of thinking. That brings radical change. And many people, they are well benefited by panchakarma. Even there was a patient of hepatitis C whose viral load was very high. He was taking interferon. And he brought doctor's certificate or letter that it is okay to do Ayurveda. And that patient, when he came here for Ayurvedic detox program, drastically his viral load came down. So that's a great experience that they have. I'm just giving one example. Even patient of Parkinsonism who has a tremors, Kampavat, that Kampavat, 75% reduced. So that's the beauty that the experience of Ayurveda happened to the patient. So this is question one. Number two, what kind of person in America choose to study Ayurveda? Very beautiful. Even chiropractor, acupuncturist, psychotherapist, yoga therapist, and modern medical doctors. They study their own healing system. And they are very honest people. They realize the limitation of their own science. There is no science without limitation. Even Ayurveda has limitation too. No medical system is a complete system. So, they feel that they are lacking something. For example, modern medicine is lacking in nutrition and prevention. Though their concept of prevention is vaccination and it, it has hazardous side effects. Even chiropractor, acupuncturist, they understood their own limitation. So these people, they come here to study Ayurveda so that they will apply 
ayurvedic principles ayurvedic arbalaji ayurvedic rejuvenation and ayurvedic detox program into their practice so that they will make their practice complete that is one thing plus my first book ayurveda the science of self healing many people they come to learn ayurved for self healing i want to heal myself i want to change my life and every year since last two decade almost thousands of students they graduated from this institute and they study ayurved and everyone's had that experience oh ayurved has changed my life so which kind of person they choose to study ayurved the professional who want to use alternative way to heal the patient they come here even yoga therapists they come here ayurved and yoga are concurrent and inherent ayurved and modern medicine they are also concurrent inherent they can be well integrated i will share with you how to integrate ayurved with modern medicine because i have studied both sciences ayurved and allopathy i can speak their language i can communicate with them so that we can integrate so what kind of persons in america choose to study ayurved and how it has uh, uh, how has ayurved the question mark how has that changed over time so ayurved is the need of the time though ayurved is very ancient in india but this is new here hmm? so this is a future medicine in the western world and i travel a lot i go to canada i go to south america brazil i go to germany england in all this country even i went to japan ayurved is becoming popular and there are many medical doctors chiropractors acupuncturist yoga therapist and different healing art they look at ayurved as the guru as the teacher because in ayurved there are basic principles of modern medicine basic principles of acupuncture marma therapy basic principles of even homeopath because homeopath says that which create disease can cure disease and 5000 years ago ayurveda is saying the same thing so there are basic principles of homeopath in ayurved so in the true sense ayurved is the mother of all healing system very ancient and you will see the basic principles of modern medicine also there so it is changing over time that more and more people are becoming open to receive ayurved this is my observation and i'm just sharing with you my innocent observation i'm not judging any medical system here mm-hmm. now which of the traditional elements from indian ayurved can be preserved and promoted in america you know ayurved has basic principles the whole sankhya philosophy 
Nyaya, Vaisheshika, even Patanjali, all these ancient six systems of philosophy, they are well accepted and practically used in Ayurveda to heal the person. That is one thing. So we should never forget our tradition. The Purush, the Prakruti, the Mahad, the Ahankar, the Sattva, Raja, Tamas. Ayurveda talks about Sattvic Prakruti, Rajasic Prakruti, Tamasic Prakruti. Then five Nanindriya, five Karmindriya. There is a Shabdas Parasharupara, Saganda, this Tanmatra. There is Tanmatric Chikitsa. Shabda sound can be used as a healing. Sparsha, touch, touch can be used as a healing touch. Rupa, the vision, the color therapy. Amazing. So all these basic principles can be brought to the practical clinical level for healing the purpose, for healing the individual. So this uh, <coughs> traditional <coughs> element, ether, air, fire, water, earth, panchamahabhuta, they based are sarvani dravyani panjabhutikani <coughs> or organic and inorganic matter is made up of five elements. Mm. In our body these five elements are there. So students should learn the element therapy and element theory. That how each element has a significant value. Like bones, cartilages, nails, teeth and hair. They are earth element. Water is plasma, serum, cytoplasm, urine, then tears and the cerebrospinal fluid and bronchial secretion and all enzymatic secretion is water. Fire is the body temperature, the luster of the eyes, the fire is understanding, comprehension, appreciation. All these are fire elements. They are there. So we should apply that element. So earth, water, fire, air, air is breathing, respiration. All movement, sensory stimuli, motor responses, all this bodily movement is air. And space. There is abdominal space, thoracic space, cranial space, and at subtle level, the synaptic space. And without space, there is no communication. So our body is made up of Panchamahabhuta, so students should learn that. Panchamahabhuta, 20 gunas, 10 pairs of opposite. And these gunas are there in the environment, like dry. Because of dry, my throat was dry. And <clears throat> Dr. Krieger gave me water and took sip of water. But because of that sip of water, the dryness and irritation of the throat subside. We are using these qualities. Even a person has a very dry skin, dry bone, dry joint and cracking, popping, popping. We just apply oil, abhyanga, snehan. So abhyanga is to calm down dry quality. Then svedan to calm down cold quality. That's why when there is so much provocation of kapha, we give licorice tea and give vachati and to vomit, woman. So vomiting, remove the kapha. If there is accumulated pitta in the body because of oily quality, then we do virech and trifala and that do purgation. So we are using traditional element from ancient Ayurveda. And these elements are ether, air, fire, water, earth. These elements have 20 qualities, 10 pairs of opposite. Within these 10 pairs of opposite, whole universe can be studied. Even Ayurveda can be the space medicine. Ayurveda can be applied even to the moon, if you go to the moon. If you go to the 
Jupiter, you can apply Ayurved there. Because all qualities are present in the universe and they are present in the body. Yatha pinde, tatha brahmande. Pinda brahmande nai. There is a space outside, there is a space inside. There is a air outside, there is a air inside. There is a fire outside, there is a fire inside. Likewise, sarvani dravyani panchabhautikani. This is a great elementary theory of Ayurveda, the Panchamahabhuta Siddhant, and that we have to promote because these three doshas is a permutation and combination of five elements. Ether and air, vata dosha, the principle of movement. Fire and water, pitta dosha, the energy of transformation of food into microchile. And earth and water, kapha dosha, the building block material. So they are there in the body. So these, which of the traditional elements from Ayurveda and Ayurveda can be preserved and promoted in the America uh, and which cannot be in America, which cannot be, I don't know what it, which of the traditional elements from Indian Ayurveda can be preserved and promoted in America and which cannot be? Question mark. No, no. Actually, I couldn't get the the whole meaning of the question. So, what I want to convey that without this basic principle, Panchamahabhuta Siddhanta, Tridosha Siddhanta, Samprapti Vidyan, Ayurveda cannot be practiced. So, we have to teach this different language. The language of three dosha, the language of saptadhatu, the language of three mala, the language of ojas, tejas, prana. And that is the foundation of life. And that is also the foundation of Ayurveda. Ayu means life, Veda means knowledge, the knowledge of life. So that is, what are the changes between traditional Ayurveda and how Ayurveda is practiced in India today? You know, Ayurveda, such an ancient Vedic science, more than 5,000 years, it has gone through so many changes. The history of India is very pathetic because so many invaders came. The Islam came, Portuguese came, French came, British came. And they try to modify the culture. They try to change the culture. Because of these invaders, Ayurveda was suppressed. When British came, oh, I, am, I love British. They, they did wonderful thing in India. They brought a post, postal service. They bought train. They brought telephone. They made India very dynamic, which is great. But at the same time, they suppress Indian culture. They try to suppress Ayurveda. So they brought allopathic medicine to India. And in Kolkata and in Bombay, they started integrated medical courses where Ayurveda and allopathy was taught together. British were very smart people. They study the whole culture. Mm -hmm. They came there as a businessman for selling the mm, spices so that 
to buy the spices, to sell the spices. They came as an East India company, damn some company came to India for business through the boat. They know how to travel over the ocean. And still today they don't know how to use spices. That is different thing. But they, don't write this, but this is very important. Still today they don't know how to use spices. Yeah, so then they drop that business and they play politics. They divide and rule. They divide this king and that king. There was small, small kingdom and they created fight. And they took Indian people as their army and they used to sail the army. Who dies? Indian dies. Very smart people. They divide and rule. So Ayurveda during Vedic time, Ayurveda during Islamic period, and Ayurveda during British time, constant changes happen. But still, Ayurveda, Amritanam, still Ayurveda is existing because of the suffering, you know. <laughs> as long as there is death, people love to live long. Either this method, that method. So, there are so many changes happen in Ayurvedic practice. So, <clears throat> because of I am the student who learned Ayurveda and Allopath together. Ayurvedic anatomy, Vedic anatomy, Ayurvedic anatomy, modern anatomy, Ayurvedic physiology, modern physiology, Ayurvedic psychology, modern psychology, Ayurvedic pharmacology, modern pharmacology. All concurrent inherent study, then practicing Ayurveda in India is different. They are using the same Ayurvedic principle, but they do integration. So during acute emergency, they suggest the patient, hey, you have strep throat, you go and take an antibiotic. Once your strep throat is controlled, then why strep throat happen? Because your pitta is pushing kapha in the throat. So we will take care of that. So they try to give medicine to separate this pitta from kapha and pitta is brought back home into the GI tract. Kapha is brought home to the stomach and that way you can prevent. So practice of Ayurveda in India, there are some pure Ayurvedic traditional practitioners and there are some modern integrative medical practitioners. Even Ayurveda in Kashmir is different. Ayurveda in Delhi is different. Ayurveda in Kolkata is different. Ayurveda is in Maharashtra different. And Ayurveda in Kerala is different. Kerala so, more traditional? Oh, Kerala is very traditional. So, because British influence happened more in the north, they couldn't survive in Kerala so hard. So, thank God, at least, at least it was protected from these invaders because of the heat, because of the geography. So, Keralian culture is very pure. North culture is mixed. That's, this is a, I'm just sharing with you the history of India. I'm not blaming Muslim or I'm not blaming British. I'm just sharing with you my innocent observation of the history of Mother India. How it has gone through. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm from North, so I totally. Yeah, yeah. Rajasthan and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
um, that is important. Okay, now what is Dr. Lars' perspective on arrival of Ayurveda in North America? You know, before me, many other doctors came. They gave lecture here and there. But one of my friends, Mr. Lenny Blank, he came to Pune. He saw my work in Pune, the hospital. I was the chief medical officer in Tarachandramanath Hospital and Tilak Ayurveda Mahavidyalaya. I was a professor of Chikitsa. Chikitsa means Ayurvedic treatment. Then also I became university postgraduate teacher so that I used to teach postgraduate students. So all this past history is very important. So when I came during late 70, nobody knows what Ayurveda is. Even they don't know how to pronounce the word Ayurveda. Ayurveda, Ayurveda. I said, no, no, Ayurveda. They don't know. So when I came and I was giving public talk into the health center, into the yoga center, into the university campus, some different places I used to do. I traveled a lot from East Coast to the West Coast, visiting different university, colleges, schools, and centers to talk about Ayurveda. And there was such a great openness in the heart of the people. People in the Western world are very innocent, very loving. They are open. They want to learn something. In this journey, people, first time they realize that I am Vat, I am Pitta, I am Kapha, then we create a little label no? in seminar. I am Vat. Hey, who are you? Who? You are Pitta. I am Vat. Oh, you are Kapha. And it was a wonderful, friendly dialogue between the student, Vat, Pitta, Kapha. So we made that language slowly popular, Vata, Pitta, Kapha. Because if you learn modern medicine, you have to learn so many Greek and Latin words. If you learn Chinese acupuncture, you have to learn Chinese terminology. Along the same line, when you want to learn little bit Ayurveda, you have to learn certain Sanskrit terms. Deepan, Pachan, Stamban, Shodhan, Snehan, Svedan, Vata, Pitta, Kapha, Prakriti, Vikruti, these words slowly, slowly became popular. So, my perspective on arriving Ayurveda, arrival of Ayurveda is very welcome, very open people, both in Canada, in South and North America. Very sweet, very open to the Ayurveda. And they really started changing their diet, their lifestyle. When I came there, Boy, I was starving. I have no food. Everywhere, meat, meat, meat. And I'm pure vegetarian. So, I used to... I'm the person who introduced khichdi <laughs> to the Western world. In Panchakarma, khichdi, mono diet. Basmati rice, mong dal, khichdi with... sorted with ghee and turmeric and pinch of turmeric and little bit hing and mustard and cumin. And that khichdi became popular. 
this is my vision perhaps there are pizza hut in near future there will be khichdi hut people will love khichdi and they will love fast food khichdi hmm? so it is the national food in india now they yeah. declared that as national yeah food. that's very khichdi is wholesome yes because there is protein there is carbohydrate and there are this cumin mustard the deepan pachan and turmeric is anti inflammatory and it's a antioxidant so those people who eat khichdi they never get alzheimers because of turmeric so uh, what is dr lars perspective on arrival of ayurveda in north i think perspective is very open and people become popular the the ayurved become popular in the people dr lars contribution on bringing ayurveda to north america uh, i don't feel that i brought the ayurved but people think because i'm the first guy came here and who opened the school this is the first school in america and i don't want to carry that ego that i brought ayurved many people brought ayurved there is a dr deepak chopra dr david frali and so many others they are there but it is a grace of god i came first and those who come first they serve first and based on that the that credit came to me the everybody has great contribution in ayurveda because this is not one man's work it is a collective work it is a total work like a community and in albuquerque we have little ayurvedic community ayurvedic family people they think alike they come together and they created this beautiful temple of ayurved where students and their relatives and their families they come now if you visit our graduation you will see the whole big ayurvedic community here ayurvedic family so slowly slowly we are developing many 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 families they love ayurved even i have families in new york in california even in texas they love ayurved they come here to receive panchakarma and you know our services are not appreciated by any um, what you call that by any insurance company mm. we our services are not respected by any insurance company so people pay from their pocket even the doctor medical doctor recommend go for panchakarma those services are not covered by any insurance so this is my dream in near future some company will start covering ayurvedic services mm. insurance because in america you cannot live without insurance in india no insurance people pay from their pocket but here the services medical services are very expensive and you cannot receive any treatment without insurance so let us hope so that is my dream that in the future there will be integrated medical colleges and schools and universities and there will be integrated medical hospital where ayurvedic treatment and allopathic treatment go hand in hand and they can do research and they can 
definitely see that it works. So acute emergency is taken by allopathic medicine. When emergency is over, then Ayurveda comes there to heal so that we will bring longevity of life. Oh, his vision for Ayurveda. And this is my vision that Ayurveda should be taught in the medical school. That is my vision. Then Ayurveda should be brought to the clinical level. Mm -hmm. Then there will be Ayurvedic and allopathic clinic. Mm -hmm. The Ayurvedic doctor, allopathic doctor working together. That is dream, you know. There is nothing wrong in the dreaming. And in the near future, there will be Ayurveda will come to the mainstream. Mm -hmm. Even medical doctors can study Ayurveda. Many, many medical doctors, they come here to study Ayurveda. My son's pediatrician came. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Anand Bhatt from Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. Correct. So, that is the vision yeah. uh, that Ayurveda <coughs> should be studied by MDs and they should incorporate their treatment protocols based upon Ayurveda and allopathic medicine. <coughs> Now his response is <clears throat> to, can Ayurveda be practiced in its original way in America? That will take time because in original way, there are certain Rasashastra medicine. They use mercury, gold, silver, copper, lead, they will not allow because somebody should do research that really mercury is so toxic that is used in Ayurveda. And I think some medical doctors are doing that research in India. Then in a near future, they will prove that the mercury can cure the cancer. Mm -hmm. hmm? Then it will become big. Yeah. So, what is lacking in Ayurveda is research. Even though they are doing research in India, those researches are not approved here because they cannot meet the, the standard of research which is here. So I think people here should do research and use some Ayurvedic um, mercurial compound they are using and whether that mercury is same as chemical toxic mercury here. No, it is not same. Because they do samskar on the mercury, deepana, pachana, stambana, different samskar. And because of samskar, the mercury become catalytic agent and it can definitely uh, work on malignant cell. But it will take time. So my response to this, can Ayurveda be practiced? in its original way <clears throat> in North India. No, not now. <clears throat> it will take time. Now his idea, how, how has or has not Ayurveda contributed to the well-being of North? Of course, Ayurveda, the well-being, well-being, the very definition of health Samadoshaha, Samagnishya, Samadhatu, Malakriya. 
प्रसन्न आत्मेन्द्रिय मन स्वस्थ इतिदीये स्वस्थ स्व मीन सेल्फ स्थ मीन्स लोकेटेड स्वस्थ मीन्स मस्त स्वस्थ मीन्स हेल्दी फिजिकल हेल्थ मेन्टल हेल्थ एंड स्पिरिचुअल हेल्थ सो इन द ट्रू सेंस आयुर्वेद विल अनफोल्ड दिस टोटल हेल्थ द फिजिकल द मेन्टल एंड स्पिरिचुअल दैट हेल्थ पीपल आर हंग्री एंड दैट इज द रीजन both people in america england germany they are open every year i go and there are 100 200 medical doctors from germany as well as from england they come to study ayurveda and they love it so one day ayurveda will come pretty close to the mainstream and people all over the world they will love ayurveda even in russia the russian doctors they want to learn ayurvedic pulse reading and they will be coming to pune which is a branch of ayurvedic institute viioa to learn ayurvedic pulse diagnosis so ayurvedo amritana this sutra is very important means ayurveda is for them who seek longevity of life right longevity of life and for that reason ayurveda will be well accepted both in the east and the west and thank you for giving me great honor to share with you and hope i have not not criticize anyone or suppress anyone but with the humble experience of my past 40 years of working in the field of medicine i'm just sharing my experiences i may be wrong but these are my observations i'm sharing Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.